0: They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome, everybody, to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. We're so excited today because we're going to talk about what we learned from Kim Carr in our takeaway. It, it was a wonderful experience
1: to interview Kim because the cause of what she does with hashtag I can help is incredible. And I think it's reaches the masses. And that's what I love about her work is we're all a part of it. We are all a part of it because we are, we've either been a student, know students, our parents are a part of the academic or teaching community, or are part of a company that can join this movement. So, we wanted to highlight for you some of the things that really stuck with us and. Highly encourage you to take a listen to the episode with Kim Carr to learn more details directly from the amazing woman herself So we'll go ahead and do our breakdown for you
0: I think that you know, uh, uh, the biggest takeaway I got from this was when she talked about that exercise she does with the kids with the timeline Um, Kim talked about how there are certain things in our life that are empowering or affecting, right? And, and everybody, you know, they give them a timeline from the time they're born until now. And can you give me three major things that happen in your life? And she said, the majority of them come up with negative things. I think that it's amazing how I know from my life, um, impact for me was having my children, was having um, Jeff pass away. And um, before that, probably um, starting my career in cosmetology early on. Those would probably be those three impactful things in my life. And um
1: I, I think another you know spin that she had on it was things that indicate a turning point. And oftentimes there's things that are awesome in our life that help us to propel into, let's say a career. But sometimes it's something that shapes who you become. and there are traumatic events that happen, whether it's death or something like that, that can... Forever shape you. And you can say 15 years ago or 30 years ago, this was the thing. And what is amazing about what she does is she takes those lessons that people have and help them to channel that into something positive. So the backdrop, uh, just as a reminder of digital for good and I can help is taking things and putting positivity in social media on them because there is so much negativity out there. And it's not just the cyberbullying. Certainly that's a thing, but people are very malicious. And it's even just the commentary that people experience every day. People post something, it could be sharing an opinion, it could be an article, it can be your perspective. And if there's disagreement, it can turn really ugly instead of Uh, productive. And so as adults, you can set an example and a tone, and that is what kids are picking up on. And I think what's incredible is the statistic of the fact that 92% of kids are online and we have a responsibility to be better stewards of that method of communication and sharing information.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and and this is something that's like you said. It's part of our culture now. Mm-hmm. Let's we've got to figure out how to deal with this. Um, like him was saying, that it's moving fast, and we're not moving as fast as as it is. Um, her. Her message is so amazing her cause is so amazing i'm so thankful for people like that and i um the other thing that that kind of stood out to me was um that really kind of pulled at my heartstrings was when she talked about being a teacher and she gave up something she loved for something that she knew was needed and a cause and one of the sacrifices was not being touched and being lonely going through this. Oh my
1: gosh. And it's, it is so relatable. And I think that when you are somebody who is a mission driven messenger, like Kim, like we are, is that you sometimes put aside the things that mean a lot to you, which is that, that one-on-one interaction so that you can have that, but also have something more expansive. And that's why you go and you travel and you speak and you connect with strangers, oftentimes that you haven't had a chance to build deep relationships with because you wanna make a deeper impact. I really appreciated the story that Kim shared about the girl in a Dublin, California school who oh was my told gosh, that was amazing. to kill herself. And I didn't know that KYS was a thing. I feel really saddened that commit or what oh,
0: what, was it KYS? I, I don't yourself. even, I mean, K-Y.
1: I don't even want to remember it. <laughs> but, so
0: it's but fine. You know, we need to know this. You see this on your kid's phone. I wouldn't have thought anything about it.
1: Is that a new candy? I don't don't even know. But it's the fact that in that story, it was about all her classmates and peers and probably students that didn't even know her learning about this and coming together and saying, we got your back. Don't listen to this person that's telling you to do something that is ridiculous. And that story is multiplied so much because... Kim reaches people across the country. She speaks at high schools and other schools, you know, even connects with college students. That's the type of interns that she has to help her do this work to make sure that stories just like that are shared everywhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Campus Family Vineyards is the perfect venue for your next business event. Million dollar ideas are inspired by great conversations, and great conversations are inspired in beautiful atmospheres. This boutique vineyard has a beautiful atmosphere and it can accommodate a small board meeting or a 500-person team-building event. It's tucked away in Byron, California. That's convenient for any business located from San Francisco to Silicon Valley. It's a great getaway without going away. Go online and visit our site, CamposFamilyVineyards.com, or call 925 308 7963 to book your business event today. I mean, I know for a listener out there, you have to relate to this in, in some way as far as how somebody's made you feel at some point. To be able to have, you know, to be bullied or to be, you know, shamed and and to have people rally around you like that Dublin situation where 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 people didn't even probably didn't weren't all their her real good friends. You know, it's probably people just standing in line, giving them hugs. I mean, it just inspires me to to want to be that
1: Absolutely. Because you, you can be that every day when you make the decision to walk out that door and how you show up to your community, you know, the way that you engage with people, you smile with people and how you carry yourself, even when someone else is negative, makes the world of difference. You can either meet negativity with more negativity, or you can say, you know, I'm going to focus on the learning moment or I'm going to exude positive energy because that's what how I want to affect the world. We can all do that. We have ownership of that. We can take responsibility for that. And I think that's important to do in and outside of schools because it is the crazy thing when you think about school is that there's so much... Formidable learning that a child or a teenager has at home, but the majority of the time that they spend is outside of that because it's with their friends, it's with their peers, it's in school, and then after school they're going and doing more stuff with yeah, those people. Definitely the biggest influence for sure. I, I'm I'm fascinated by the statistics of influence because if kids don't feel like 48 percent of the time they're going to talk with their parents, and I was intrigued by how she explained why that is and I'm I'm sitting there going she's a hundred percent right 100%. today we do go to YouTube and Google for information. You're not sitting down and having a conversation with kids about how to cook and how to do different things. so even just the intimacy of natural good old, Advice based conversations are so taken up by the space of technology that there is an absence of that human connection from parent to child or even teacher to student that
0: now students are just amongst each other. Oh, and I know like for me, it breaks my heart to hear that because I know right now there's so many kids at that age where their parents are divorced and now that time is in half. So already you're working for, like for me it's overwhelming cuz I look at that and I think I want them to come to me. I want them to be there with me. how, how is that going to happen when I'm working and you know doing our projects and everything and the house and the, all this important or all this urgent, right? The urgent versus the important. And you know trying to be, you know, intentional and having to, I mean, that, that inspired me. That woke me up. Hearing that broke my heart. I know that um, taking Braille to school in the morning and taking Cece to school in the morning. Cece wants to walk to school so bad. I don't want to give that up because I remember when I used to take CNN and and I don't anymore. And, and every once in a while they're like, wow, we're in a car together. And I used to moan and groan about, oh my gosh, my kids, I got to take them here and I got to take them there. Um, and now that I have more drivers, it is so nice. Sadly, I didn't appreciate the time in the car because oftentimes that's the only time you have because they're at school and then they get older. They're 16. Now they're at work. Now they're doing work and they're doing school. They're doing work. They're doing school and they have friends. You well, know? So I would say for
1: you listening, let's do a little bit of a gut check right now. I want you to think about how you use technology. How do you use it for good in terms of managing your time and your day, but how can you maybe use it differently to increase the presence that you have with the people around you? There is a lot of now articles about put your phone away at dinner time. Put it in a basket and people put it to the side. There are meetings that are conducted where people are asked to do the same thing. Put it in a basket, be present for this meeting, don't multitask and answer texts and answer emails while you're supposed to be here contributing to the meeting that you're in. And there's little practices like that. So I'm curious for you as you sit there, what you feel you've been doing well at because there are some really great things. I know
0: I know. one of the things that Simon Sinek talked about was change your screen to black and white. Mm. And we all changed it to black and white, and it's not as compelling. Those red circles drove me nuts. They drive me nuts. It's like I can't handle, I know, I look over every once in a while and I see those people that have like 10, 15,000 emails. I'm like, how do you people do that? Because I'm so trained to have to have those off All the time. When it was black and white, didn't phase me as much. Simon Sinek was talking about how um, when you get an email, when you get a text, there is a hormone that is released that's called dopamine. And dopamine is the same hormone that you get when you fall in love. It's that, it's that hit. It and what what is happening in underdeveloped brains is it takes more of a hit to affect a child than it does an adult, somebody who has a, a brain that's developed. So it's the equivalent of like a, um, somebody getting drunk on, you know, one glass of whiskey versus two glasses of whiskey. children need twice as much so what is happening now is it's affecting them by being on their phones all the time and 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 needing that hit more than an adult does, it's distancing them from relationships. And they're noticing that ghosting is becoming from this. So it used to be, you know, you have a relationship, you, you know, you're together, and then you have to have that conversation. And it now is making them like disconnected because that dopamine is that love hormone. So, so it's, it is desensitizing them in real life.
1: And I would encourage you to check out Simon, type in Simon Sinek, S-I-M-O-N-S-I-N-E-K and millennials. He has a great talk that he does about how the generation is changing. And in fact, I'm probably behind. There's probably the next thing with the next generation after millennials, so on and so forth. But the point is that when you introduce technology and there is this desensitization that you're talking about, there is not the level of human connection that exists for decision-making and processing. And that goes to the point that Kim made about these statistics when it comes to suicide and depression and anxiety, because those people skills are diminished and they're replaced by the validation that you seek Mm -hmm. and the gratification that you desire from having texts responded to, emails responded to, the dating apps, the this and the that. There's notifications for everything. And in the absence of that, people equate it with not feeling loved, Mm -hmm. not getting attention, Mm -hmm. not feeling seen, Nobody wants to feel not seen, right? And that is the nature of of how we live. So today, if you've got a quiet phone day, that could be
0: depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's important like you said to be intentional about put it in the basket, have a limited amount of time, turn your screen to black and white. Be intentional with those things cuz we're going to have to be intentional if we want to have relationships with them. That's right.
1: And to Kim's point, keeping up with the speed of everything that's out there. By the time you figured out what you're doing on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat or TikTok, there's the next thing that comes out that you're trying to catch up with to even understand. We have
0: an obligation to, to know these things. We can't just, just, you know, let it go. But this is the way of the world now. It is. It is. And it, so. it can be an amazing thing. For the listener out there that knows that somebody's being bullied, it's such an amazing thing to be the hero and stand up. I just want to encourage you to have that courage to be brave. Don't you want to be one of those people that lined up and hugged that girl that was being bullied that somebody told, go kill yourself? Wouldn't you be so proud that you were one of them that showed up on that day? That's right. To put aside, it doesn't matter what people are going to think about you. That is the right thing, the human thing, the connecting thing. And so that is our call to action
1: for you. As you listen to Kim and you find how you can contribute to this positive movement, I would say follow hashtag I can help official on Instagram. Same thing on Facebook and Twitter, and you can check out the website. We'll make sure to put that in the show notes so you can find all the ways to access Kim and the amazing, incredible students and mentors that she works with. And you can make a difference just by contributing to that positivity, by supporting, following, and sharing your own stories of how you're doing Using technology for good because it makes a difference to be a part of a community that is doing that together.
0: Yes. And we'd love for you to reach out to us if there's if you're struggling with something, we're here for you. We if we can't give you encouragement that you need, we would love to direct you to resources. You can email us at blissfulfortitude at gmail dot com. That's right. You can call us at one eight
1: three three my bliss, which is one eight three three six nine two five four seven seven. 833 692 5477 We are here for you. You are not alone. And that aligns with Kim's mission as well. You are not alone. So if you're listening right now and you feel that, I want you and encourage you and empower you to connect with us because we want to make sure that you are supported and have the resources to work through whatever it is you're going through.
0: Yes, please. Yes, please. That would be amazing.
1: And we always like to end our episodes with a gratitude attitude.
0: So Jean Marie, what's your gratitude attitude today? Oh, my gratitude attitude today is reflecting on this last weekend. The vineyard that I work for, Campos Family Vineyard, they are such a blessing to me constantly. They, the way that I ended up at Campos Family Vineyards was um, we had Jeff's celebration of life there, and they we just connected, and they brought me into. Fill that space Monday through Thursday with corporate um, events and the thing that I am so grateful for is to belong to a company that loves me, that encourages my growth and sees that vision. they just took us to um, to go see Simon and it wasn't only that it was in a limousine and then we got to go to dinner and and they invest in us and so that's my gratitude my gratitude is that I belong to not only you know a great business but um, they just adopted me into their family that's incredible
1: I am grateful for time and It's something that it's the most precious commodity that we have here on earth and often overlook and don't cherish. So it's been unfortunate. Uh, I had a recent death in the family. Uh, One of our grandmothers uh, passed away. And then, of course, there was the very tragic and sudden news of Kobe Bryant that, Mm. that died in the helicopter crash and many others that emerged that we found out about that were with him, that were parents and students. And it was a reminder to me, these different scenarios both that are affecting everyone and then also me personally and my family, is that time is not something to be taken for granted. And we we sometimes waste it. We don't appreciate it. We don't value what we can do with it. And within a matter of minutes or hours, what you can do with time is phenomenal so my my gratitude and also my encouragement is to to think about that because we can do so much good with it
0: yes what are you doing with your time Oof. all right I'm we have it and i'm thankful you spend your time the way you do Thanks. investing in others oh. and putting up with me i'm <laughs> thankful too Well, thank you so much for listening to our bliss beyond fear podcast. May your faith be greater than your fears.
1: And remember that you are your only limit. So take action
0: today. And That is the conclusion of bliss beyond fear podcast. Bye. Bye.